Hey everyone, welcome again to the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater edition where we pick out a movie or TV show and give our full spoiler review, spoiler full review of it. As is, as always, this is your host Tony and Nikki. Hello. Yes, yes, yes. So what movie we're spoiling today, Nick? Today we will be spoiling a new movie with Jason Statham. Um, and I believe it is also directed by none other Guy Ritchie. Yep. Directed by Guy Ritchie. So, again, I want to go through the synopsis, but, uh, yeah, I have my opinions. Is it doesn't feel like a genuine Guy Ritchie classic movie. But let me go into this real quick. So, this movie is about a mysterious and wide-eyed, wild-eyed um, security guard in a cash truck business um, who surprises his co-workers by unleashing precision skills during a heist. The crew is left wondering who who he is and where he came from. Soon, the uh, marksman um, um, ultimate motive becomes clear and he uh, takes dramatic and irrevocable steps to settle a score. So that's basically the, the premise of the movie. It's like, you know, he comes in... Um, very kind of dark like he just doesn't uh you know he doesn't really talk too much he doesn't really communicate too much and i don't know basically he was kind of like he's trying to come in low-key yeah which was surprising to me that he came in so hot when when the first heist happened um in the movie but let me another thing i was gonna say was i was surprised about this movie was the cast the cast was a huge surprise for me only because it wasn't like huge actors but it's almost like good actors that you you wonder what happened to them or you haven't seen in a while or something like because uh, you have Andy Garcia was the big one for me. Yeah. And Garcia was a surprise cast member. But then there was always there's uh, uh, Post Malone, which not necessarily that he hasn't been around him. I just you haven't seen him in a movie like that. Yeah. Um, the one that that has been in hiding for a long time. Josh Hartnett. Yeah. That was a huge, like, what? Like, where did that come from? That came out of left field, yeah. Because he mostly does um, uh, TV. He has, like, a, he had like a show. He had time. a standing role in... Uh, uh, Penny Dreadful. Uh, Penny Dreadful, which I still have to watch. Those things. And then he did, like, a few low-budget, like, B-movies. Which is weird. Small-budget movies. He was, he was going to be the it guy in Hollywood. That was, like, he had that look. He had that charisma. He could have been... He could literally could have been... I think it was after Pearl East. Harbor. And I don't he, know. he didn't get casted for much after that. This that is movie weird because it's like even with this movie, I don't even, I'm not sure what his age is, but he's not that old. Like he can literally still do blockbuster movies. He has that look and yeah. his acting skills is is still there, I'm sure. But then you had also um you had Scott Eastwood, which is an actor I keep on looking for just because it's not that I'm thinking he's gonna be great. I just you know, his dad, he comes from a legacy, so I keep on thinking that he's gonna do something good. Yeah. So, but I mean, he plays an interesting character in this movie. Um, then you have like uh, Jeffrey um, Donovan. Yeah. Um, that was a, another surprise person. And then you also have the guy from uh, uh, The Boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was in the movie too. Uh, what's his name? His name was uh, uh, Lays. Uh, Lays. Um, Alessandro. I forgot. Sorry. What's his name? Laz Alonzo. Laz Alonzo. Interesting name. So yeah, it was an interesting movie. Um, I'll give it, it was an interesting movie because of the premise. Yeah. Because obviously, um, spoiler full. You know, we're gonna divulge everything. Because um, the whole premise is that he is a kingpin, 
he is a hardcore criminal kingpin who basically has used all his resources, his fear, his everything to try to find out who committed this uh, armed robbery, which resulted in his son's death. And, I mean, he went to great length, and he still couldn't even barely get a name. And you think about it, because in those kind of organizations, you know, if you cross somebody like him, you you know, they find out who you are. So it's weird that he couldn't do it like normal. So it's just basically crime boss who had tried all his crime bossy ways yeah. <laughs> to find out who killed who uh, committed this uh, atrocity or who killed his son. Yeah, he, he and he, it didn't work, and then when his... His, his cohort, his uh, second in command, basically gave him advice of might want to try new tactics. That man did. I, I mean, think about it. What crime boss? The crime boss that basically pretends to be like he's a normal person just to find out who's the inside man. Yeah, who killed his son? That's interesting. So, so right off the bat, when mm-hmm. when we first talked about like we were reviewing this movie, and I was a guy rich and like you, me, and you both love guy rich. I'm movies. a huge guy rich fan. So what's what's crazy about this one? And not crazy, but it was different. Is that it felt like a Guy Ritchie movie, but also it didn't feel. It felt like, like the crime it version of fe- it. It didn't feel like a Guy Ritchie movie. Okay. Because a lot of Guy Ritchie movies, there's there's inter interconnected plots and story arcs that are in in the whole movie that you don't see until like the end or towards like the probably the middle, the beginning of the third act, where everything's about to close out. But this one, it, it took it into like different. Actually broke it down to like each each character had his own plot, his own story arc of it. That let I me mean, okay. So that's where I'm gonna um uh, I'm gonna break it down a little bit. That's the one part I think that really kind of killed the movie for me a little bit. Yeah, it did. Um, uh, basically was that it felt like the pacing felt off, like like the reveals, like. Okay, cool. He's coming in there quiet. You don't know who he is. You know, whatever. And and I get, like, basically, there was not a... I'm watching the different parts. You know, okay, so there's... Obviously, that's the beginning part of the movie. And then he reveals... It shows his whole backstory of who he is, what he did, and he, On the whatever. second one. And then, and then another reveal of a whole another story of the, the guys and the criminals and stuff like that that have literally have not even been introduced at this point. All of a sudden, they came out of nowhere to be introduced of these other guys, whatever, right? Um, I just felt like it was way too many reveals and it wasn't even surprise. It wasn't like a reveal, like a surprise reveal. Like you didn't see that coming. No, it was, it was like, let's go back and tell you this part of the story. Oh, I forgot. Let me just go back. It was kind of like watching how I met your mother. And when he keeps on forgetting to tell parts of the story, he has to rever- go mm, back and rewind and, yeah, rewind and tell you another part. The only, the only reveal that I liked about this whole movie and it wasn't something that wasn't big or mm. like, was the the fact that you find out he's a kingpin because throughout the whole movie you thought he was just uh just a hitman or somebody a lackey just trying to get in into more just to 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 get to be the inside man to probably like rob them so i was like uh that didn't make sense well it did make sense but i, I like the fact that it, it revealed that he was a, he was the crime boss that he like he put himself in that position he didn't put nobody he didn't hire anybody to go in there or anything. Well, because I think he had burned, like you said, to scorched earth. Like, yeah. You know, there wasn't really anybody that was going to find out what he needed to find. Nobody was going to be because I get his position. That's what I liked about it. I get his position. He was he was this person that he couldn't. He did everything within his power to try to figure out 
find who it was. Find who it was. And it wasn't able I to. mean, and he couldn't. But the thing is, he, you know, like his guy, the, his uh, cohort was telling him, hey, you know, we're, we can't continue doing this. Like, if we keep on doing this, they're going to come after everyone's coming after us. Yeah. And he was like, he knew that was in the option. So he was like, but the thing is, he knew also he could not let it go. So that's why he's like, yo, take over the business for now. I need to find out what's going on. I need to find out myself yeah. what's going on. And that's what I liked about it. It was like, it wasn't just the fact that he put himself in the position. He's just like, he could not let it go. Yeah. My favorite, he wasn't going to let my, it go. My favorite scene was on the, he was doing a, a job. He was working uh, with the cash uh, deposit truck company and they're about to get robbed. And he just steps out, takes off, just steps out. And then everybody just runs. Everybody runs away. So I love the part of like the next scene was with his boss. He was like, so they just left after you stepped out. <laughs> like, yeah. He goes, what? They, they just, they had guns and they just They were like left. a pro team too. Like they came in like a pro. <laughs> yeah. Pro from team. all different angles and they had everything. Like, Covered. Yeah. They're like, they just goes, ran. They just left. He's like, yeah, they just left. I like how, and the way it was, the guy described him was like, it's a dark spirit. Like, what do you, what does that mean? This is a dark spirit. Like, that's it. Just take this, take the explanation. Um, it was, it's a very interesting way. Also, it's a very interesting way to see Jason Statham. Cause how do I put this? Even when he did transporter, he was quiet, but he still has personality. He's got a like whimsy to him, right? This one, he was so just, he tried his best to just be so dark. Yeah. Like so serious. And so, you know what he reminded me of? Do you remember when Jackie Chan did, uh, the foreigner? Yes. That's what it reminded me of. That like he was just gonna like I'm gonna play this role so dark. serious, so dark, and 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 for the most part he got it. Um, like I said, it was an interesting movie. I just wish that the reveals came a little differently. Like the pacing was a little different. And the only reason I think it wasn't wasn't a guy reaching movie is because the criminal part element was there. However, guy guy has a great element of being able to kind of balance his his dark mob like his With dark humor. criminal thing. Yeah, with with some some humor to it, well, and with some wittiness to some it, some witty, some humor, some anecdotal things like specific characters that do a certain thing that's weird. Yeah, something like that. He he does a great balancing job. This he did that did, great in uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah, he did it really good. He actually did it in the Gentleman as well. Because oh uh, yeah, he did. Because in the Gentleman, he had the the the, the boys that were like awesome fighters. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like it was, it was like it was weird. It was funny. It was whimsical. Oh, with Colin Farrell and Colin movie. Farrell was a great uh, comedy relief to it too. But I'm saying those you had a lot of elements that had a lot of comedy relief. There was no elements to kind of balance. It was very. It was mostly trying to be dark and just dark. Yeah, I think he just he he tried to change it up a little bit because maybe he's like, let me just do it this way. Maybe yeah. this movie needed that. And I, I don't that, that treatment. I don't mind to try do something think new. So? Do you think he? Because okay, look, this is my thing. It's not that I don't I don't mind trying something new. It's just it's like the whole point, the whole reason that that worked for him is because that's what you need. You need that dark element with the comedy to balance. It's like breathing, you know, huh? Ah, like you know, you you just have that in and out. Like yeah, this move, this dark, move. dark, dark, dark breath of fresh air. Dark, 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 little comedy relief. Dark, dark. Because if you just go dark, 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 and even though the dark parts wasn't that super dark, but yeah, there just wasn't anything comedic or anything to relieve to the it, tension to break yeah. it up it was just tension on top of tension for more tension yeah and then sometimes they even held the tension for too long and you're like i got bored of it <laughs> there was it, it, i would say though my favorite scene of the whole movie was the when he actually got his like revenge the final revenge 
yeah, like I really like at first it it, it didn't play out, but when I realized what he was doing, I loved it. Like, cause I, there was a thing that was going on throughout the movie, and again, spoiler full. Um, he he asked for the coroner's report, so I'm like, and the lady didn't want to give it to his hacker or whatever person didn't want to give it to him yeah. at first, but then she ended up giving it to him, and I'm like wondering, okay, so he wants to know his son's coroner report. I I don't know why, I just wanted to know it, and then it came up later in the movie where. Um, he had the person who ultimately ended up costing his son's life read that Horner's report. And but I, I loved how he read it super confused. Like he doesn't understand why he's reading it. Even even when he realized that was his son, he's still yeah. like, but why am I reading all this? And then he broke it down super simple because he's like reading, well, you know, first bullet A, bullet B, did this, did that. He goes and he just broke it up. Liver, kidney, like he just broke it down, it like liver, all, kidney, spleen. Yeah, all that, lungs. all that coroner explanation. He broke it like they broke it down to very simple body parts, and then when he when he broke it down to those body parts, that's exactly how he exacted his. his like I thought execution. that was real. I love that. That was so cool the way he did that because I'm like straight to the point, very, like, very yeah, methodical, and that was like the. <laughs> I think that's a the pinnacle moment of the pinnacle of saying an eye for an eye. Like literally, you're taking yeah. body parts that you shot. I'm I'm, ta- I'm taking them with me, and I like how that's I like I like how this, this doesn't say it very plainly in the in the description. It was it was very you know medical, medical terms, yeah, writing medical how, terms. How would it normally break but, down? And then he just like broke it down. Like he must have read that so many times, and those that that's exactly how he extracted information after reading it so many times. Liver, yeah, you know what was liver, kidney, spleen, you know, spleen, lung, heart, yeah, something like lung, heart. <laughs> He's broken down so easy. Yeah. I don't. Know. I don't know. I thought that was such a cool way to end it. However, I guess how did you feel about the, the when they went to each chapter of the story? I, I don't no, know. that's I, what I'm trying to tell you. That the way that the the way that would the, it be considered a chapter or a uh, an act? Act one, act two, act three, pretty much. But, but that's the, what I'm saying. Is like, but they're all happening over 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 the same timeline, though. So my whole concern is like my whole thing was the reveals. That was pretty much it. Like I thought it was weird. Like how they broke down. Like it would have been more interesting if, um, it would have been more interesting if it broke down super. Like okay, so like you don't go more than ten, twenty minutes into the movie, introduce his character, then show his backstory. But I felt like they went almost a quarter to more than halfway through the movie before they showed his whole entire backstory, yeah. and or you know like. Cause that like, I just felt like you know at least that you're 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 kind of showing where he's at now, but then you're starting the movie where it should be, which is who he is and what happened. Yeah. And then the other part that bothered me was when they showed the other characters, the the criminal, actual bank robbers, they had nothing to do with anything, so there was no type of introduction whatsoever. So usually in in every movie. There's like one or two, like you know what this reminded me of too. That one with uh, um, Ice Cube's son, um, where there was a, a oh, Den of Thieves, Den of Thieves, yeah. But that, that's what I'm saying. But the, the guys who ended up being the, the big criminals, they were positioned in the movie throughout, right? Yeah, this one didn't have that, and that's what bothered me. I'm like, these guys had no association with anything in the movie prior to w- being introduced. I would have liked it. Who does that? Who did that? One another, there was another movie. It was I think a Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm. I want to say Reservoir Dogs, if I'm not mistaken. That they they show the ending at the beginning and then they'll cut it and they'll just replay the whole movie throughout. 
like I would have I, I would have I would have liked it. So mm-hmm. I would have liked it that if you let's say if you do three acts, three different story arcs within the same timeline, whatever, and then they all end up like at the end, it's at the same point where the where the third act will continue and finish off the storyline. So at least you have the story arc of whatever happens to that, but it wouldn't work with that one either because you had that big gap because you have to see how he got the what situation got him to that point. So it was like working backwards but forward at the same time. Again, but that's it was saying. weird. It was just again, it was just how they did. I, trust me, I've seen um twenty four grams, I think it's called. Oh yeah. Yeah. Twenty three that, grams. That's a very difficult movie to follow because it, it's very positioned, whatever how the way it's twenty three or twenty four. Twenty three or twenty four, I'm not sure. But however, what I'm saying is it's not that I have an issue with doing movies like that where you go back and explain something. What I have an issue with is how they did in this movie. Somehow it didn't work for me. Yeah. And especially what really threw me out completely was when they introduced that whole crew. Because, like, if you would have shown them in the background of almost every other scene and then showed the relevancy of the, why they were in the background and then by introducing them, that's fine. But it's almost like I was. I felt like the minute they start to introduce their story... I feel like I was watching a completely different, different movie. movie yeah. Exactly, and that bothered me. That took me completely out and of the whole story. I didn't even care story. for them at, at the whole time. I'm like, well, because you don't, because they're not really associated with anything to do with the movie prior. But, but it's just funny because they did work with him. No, with Jason Statham. What do they work with him? Well, they, they kind of worked with him because they're the no. ones that told him. Um, because he had a he had a call. He had to be the lookout guy for. I guess like, they were they were part of a job they were trying to do. Because remember, is like, what's the point of him getting? There are, so the, the the scene that I'm trying to explain is that he his his second in command was like, yeah. hey, so and so got in a car accident. He can't be at the spot to yeah, to, yeah, to, that whole to thing, indicate yeah. which way the truck is going, left or right. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we we can't we don't have anybody. He was like, can you just do this real quick? So he goes. No, no, I get that part. One, of and I don't know why the fuck he parked so far from the fucking food truck. He he parked at the opposite. Like he had to take a walk. Which made it seem like he was walking across the street, but he had to, like, he was well, walking. Ma- well, the thing is, the whole point for him was not to, he wasn't trying to, he was parking a far distance, so that That's way. That's he could recognize. Well, because, he, again, he was outside of the facility. He was yeah. trying to see the facility, so he didn't want them to associate his car. Now, the thing is, he didn't anticipate that they were going to position themselves so closely to the facility or closest to his car. Yeah. Um, To, to just go ahead and rob it like that. Now the thing again, I have that wasn't, and I know how they they connected. What I'm saying is, in every other movie, and again, maybe I'm just following too many cliche movies, dog. But I like kind of where things connect to each other. I just felt like these guys had absolutely nothing to do with the movie. Like you would think that they were, let's say, in the pool hall where they first all went out to play pool, and maybe they bumped in and talked to each other, something. Like, or maybe they're in the back scene, a scene, something in the back. where they're connected around or or. Associate, or maybe even when he was doing his investigation of everything, they talked to them because maybe they were around or something like that. But then you don't realize they were actually the bank robbers. Yeah, you know something like that, where it's like a coincidental thing. But no, there was nothing, no connection whatsoever. Maybe you could say that's more realistic to the world. But I just I felt like in movies you should do that. You should always uh, slightly introduce the characters before you do that because then they just come out of nowhere and you don't feel connected to the movie. Yeah. Especially if you're going to go break from the action movie and just start telling their entire story. Yeah, true. But you know what? Let's get into the Nikki's on this one. So it's difficult to give Nikki's because I actually did enjoy the movie. I liked the, the Jason Statham's character. Um, 
and I like the story. The story is really interesting, as far as the, how they. I wouldn't, you know, I've never would have thought of a story like this. But obviously, the only thing I had an issue was with a little bit of the pacing and the the way, the manner in which they revealed everything. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and give it three Nikki's. I would give it three and a half Nikki's because I did enjoy the movie, but those little things really took me out of the movie. And like that. Thank you so much for tuning into the latest Thursday episodes of From My Mom's Garage Home Theater Edition. And as always, you can find us on our social media pages, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at From My Mom's Garage. And as always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Later. <laughs>